Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. back on inside black and gold gonna flash up this roster projection here starts off with the off-season dates so let's go through that first again this is inside black and gold i'm jeff nowak you can follow me on twitter at jeff underscore nowak as long as that website's still chugging along which who knows maybe it only has a day left or so before it completely implodes but hey we'll still use it yeah what, what, and then what will we do if twitter does fold what's next go to blue sky which is, this is kind of funny. We can get into it for a second here. Jack Dorsey sold Twitter to Elon Musk effectively, like he was the head of the board. And uh, so he, he, and he basically invented Twitter and took the proceeds from that and created a alternate platform, like an open source platform called Blue Sky, which is effectively just Twitter. And so it's basically just sitting there like waiting for Twitter to implode, at which point there will be no alternative and he'll just be like, well, why don't you use this? And then, <laughs> and then like all the Twitter people will just kind of migrate over here because it's the only thing that makes sense. And it's the exact same API effectively. And so you had to the- go and look it up. It's not even like rolling yet, though, it's right? It's in beta right now. It's yeah, in beta. Yeah, okay. You need to invite code. So they're just, they're literally just like laying, laying the foundation and putting up the walls and making sure there's a ceiling over everything. And they have to have people in there to beta test it. So that's what they have. I'm, I have an account. And so they're just like, their goal is effectively like very clearly just to be like, well, Twitter's only got, Twitter's on life support. So why don't we just make sure this is here for when everyone just abandoned ship officially. Um, it's very funny to me because he's, he made, he like used the money from Twitter from the buyout from Elon Musk to basically bankroll this operation, which is effectively just there to completely undermine Twitter once it, once it becomes what it is right now. It's just kind of funny. It's a good business. What would be, what'd be really funny if he named it Blue Checkmark or Blue Check or whatever. Right. Blue Sky. <laughs> and the app, the, the logo on the app is just clouds. Maybe when, like you said, it all goes down, they can import my followers and and my, who I'm following to, from Twitter onto there. <laughs> yeah, all those bots that are following you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So, as we mentioned, the Saints offseason dates, we have Rookie Minicamp May 12th through 14th. So, that starts on Thursday, the open practice is on Saturday. That is the final day. We'll have open locker room. We'll be able to get in there and talk to all the rookies and all the UDFAs and whoever else is there. I had someone ask if we could go check in with Smoke Monday. He might be there. Occasionally, you'll have second-year players there. Like last year, J.J. McCluskey. No, Jalen McCluskey. J.J.'s his dad. Jalen McCluskey was there, right? He wasn't a rookie, but he was there. So it's possible. 
that Smoke Monday is out there and maybe he's just trying to get as much work in as he can. So if he is, I will go talk to him. But again, that we don't know exactly who's going to be out there. One thing we didn't mention in the first segment is, as far as I'm aware, none of these Saints rookies have actually signed their rookie deals. So they would actually have to sign a waiver to participate, um, at least the drafted rookies. So I imagine they'll do that. But there is a chance that some don't show up if they're negotiating, right? And Elante Taylor took a long time to sign his contract last year and it was just they're negotiating over guaranteed money. It wasn't ever like an animosity thing. So if if we get extended here and people haven't signed their contracts, it's not a big deal. No, definitely not. And I'd be, you know, it's surprising though. I feel like in previous years, though, guys would not show up if they didn't have their deal done. Uh, even yeah. if they, they signed a waiver, like with the waiver, even in place kind of thing. They don't have to. Right. right. Like I think so like there's a chance you don't see all of the rookies out there. I expect you will. But like there's no if you haven't signed a contract, you are not obligated to show up um, as far as I understand. So that's something to but, keep in mind. But someone I wouldn't expect, though, is um, the running back right from TCU. Well, I know I expect him to be there. I don't expect him to be working on okay. the field. With the, like I expect him to be getting treatment and like working off to the side. But he'll I, I expect he'll be there. Like Rashid Shahid was there last year. He wasn't working out anyway. So going forward, then OTAs, May 23rd through 25th, May 30th through June 1st, and then June 5th through 8th. Those are optional, again. Then mandatory minicamp, June 13th through 15th. And then the full training camp. We don't have the official dates for that, but it's usually the last week of July that that everything gets going. So that's what we'll be looking at. And that's I'm not going to be updating this roster projection after every set of OTAs or whatever, but I probably will update it at least once post-mandatory minicamp, pre-training camp to kind of reflect on what we've seen we won't see a lot of the veterans until that mandatory minicamp like demario davis probably won't show up march on Lattimore probably won't show up until mandatory minicamp so keep that in mind but yeah so the first position is pretty easy quarterback Derek carr james winston jake hayner you're going to carry three because you cannot cut jake hayner he will get claimed you cannot stash him on the practice squad so that does take away a, a position that last year you only carried two so that gave you an extra spot down the line. This year, you're going to have to carry three. And you trade it up in the fourth round to go get Jay Kaner. Unless he is atrocious, which I don't anticipate he will be, you're not cutting him out of camp. So you're keeping three quarterbacks, in my opinion. Yeah, unless some kind of miraculous trade appears for a Jameis Winston kind of thing. But I agree with you. You're going to have three. That's a good point. If you end up with two, <laughs> it's going to be because Jameis Winston isn't on the roster. And that's not me saying I think Jameis is going to get cut. I'm just saying there are situations that could develop. Like what if he gets hurt, right? Or what if he just gets completely outplayed, which I don't think he will, but like you're not cutting Jay Kane. You're not cutting a rookie that you're still trying to develop to save a roster spot. If you are desperate for a roster spot and you feel comfortable that Jay could back up Derek Carr, then maybe you would cut James. I don't think you're going to. No, that's why I said you would, uh, to me would have to be some kind of DEFCON five situation happening with another team. And they're like, Hey Saints, yeah. we'll get we'll, we'll give you a, a fifth rounder for Jameis. Right. Yeah, like I could see that being the case. Although like it's even then like that would be unlikely to even get that offer, right? But either I think you are going into this expecting Jameis to be the backup, so there's no incentive to do anything else. And for now I'm not going that route. I think you are keeping four backs. And in this case I kept a fullback. I kept Alvin Kamara Jamal Williams, Kendry Miller, and Adam Prentice. And 
I don't know if you need to keep the fullback. Like maybe you keep a fourth running back and you run a lot more two running back sets. It's really just a question of whether you trust Kendra as a blocker in his rookie season. And if you do, you might be able to get away with three running backs. But I feel like at this point, I'm willing to sacrifice that roster spot and keep a fourth fullback H, whatever you want to call it. And so that's my running backs right now, which means that I cut Sir Roderick Thompson Jr. and Eno Benjamin. Yeah, I mean, we saw very little of Eno last year, obviously, and didn't do anything that would solidify any kind of spot on this roster, even going into this year right now. And, you know, I, I think the need for the fullback, we've seen this team prefers to use him, I feel like. Yeah, I think they just like having him around. He's useful on special teams, right? Like, if Eno Benjamin makes this roster, it's going to be because he stands out as like a gunner, right? Like, he... Like, it's not going to be based on his abilities at running yeah. back. And I just don't know. I haven't seen him enough. If, if he goes out there and he shows off and he gets into those preseason games and he is a gunner, like Ty Montgomery, for example, was excellent as a gunner. It's unusual for a running back to be really good in that role, but it's not unheard of. Dwayne Washington was a very good special teams guy. Yeah. So there's a chance that Eno Benjamin makes himself uncuttable. I think it's more likely that you move on from him and you stash Sir Roderick on the practice squad, but we'll get down to that. Eno would have to be like the next Dwayne Washington, right? Right, right. Or Ty Montgomery, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. that's the role he's in. He's not going to beat out Alvin, Jamal, or Kendra. Now, if Alvin gets a suspension handed down in the preseason, right, if, we, if, if he ends up serving a six-game suspension and we know and it's weeks one through six, maybe you do keep Eno Benjamin around because you might want to have that extra kind of guy that's trustworthy who's been in an offense before but that's something we i'm not going to predict right now but that's something to keep in mind call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, down to wide receiver. I'm keeping six of them. So I'm keeping Brian Edwards, Chris Olave, Traquan Smith, Michael Thomas, Rashid Shahid, and then A.T. Perry is that guy who is a sixth-round pick. In theory, he's not guaranteed a spot on this roster, but I do think that you want to keep either one of these six, three, six, five receivers between him and, and Shaquan, the UDFA. So I go with A.T. Perry right now because they did trade up to get him, so they clearly like him. And so I think he's going to be that guy. But here are the cuts. So Kawan Baker, Cy Barnett, who's a UDFA, Shaquan Davis, who's the UDFA out of South Carolina State, then Keith Kirkwood, Malik Flowers, who's the UDFA return specialist out of Montana, and then Kirk Merritt. Several of these guys are going to end up on the practice squad. But unless, unless one of these guys shows up and just dominates in camp, I have a hard time seeing them beating out anyone in that list above. 
the one of the cuts that I'm interested to see more of is Kawan Baker, just because we really haven't seen anything from him. Uh, dealt with some PED stuff last year and got suspended. But yeah, not a, not a big guy either. I agree with you too. They need to have that big physical presence, especially you don't know. We don't know what we're getting out of Michael Thomas anymore. Yeah, and they've made a clear effort to bring that guy in. So they're not going to suddenly just not keep one on the roster. I think they're going to try to keep one on the roster. Now, they could both just tank, in which case maybe you do go with someone you trust, maybe a Kirkwood or a Merritt, right? I think Malik Flowers is programmed to the practice squad, just like Rashid he was last year. But that's going to be – this will be a position where I don't expect a ton of change. You know, people get hurt. Right. Like that's that's probably what could change this significantly more than anything else is if someone suffers an injury. The Saints have been pretty fortunate over the last several years in terms of not getting screwed over by injuries. So hopefully that continues. The the biggest thing for Traquan, too, is is his blocking that valuable to keep him on the roster, I think. You hear the cat? You can hear that? Yeah, yeah. God, Gypsy, what are you doing? <laughs> she agreed on Traquan. Are you, are you done? Okay. Yeah, Traquan. Traquan's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I could see Traquan getting beat out, but I, it, it have to be a good reason, right? Like, it'd have to be someone who stands out on special teams, stands out as a blocker. Maybe Kirk Merritt. Maybe the, maybe the coaches love Kirk Merritt and they keep him around, but I don't think it's going to happen for, like, to keep Shaquan Davis and A.T. Perry. I don't think you need two of those guys. I think you need someone who can be a blocker, who can be – a special team standout in that role. So that's something to keep in mind. Tight end, I'm keeping three. Now, Miller Forrestal is on this list. And and you can kind of look at that as just the free space in bingo. Like, they need a blocking tight end. I don't know if Miller Forrestal is that, but he's the only guy on the roster right now who could be that tight end. So I'm basically just have – I have him there as like a, as a space filler knowing that they're going to inevitably put a blocking tight end in that role because Taysom Hill and Juwan Johnson are the other tight ends I'm keeping. Neither is that. So right now I'm keeping three tight ends and Miller Forrestal is one of them. I mean, it's even hard to put Taysom in that group, but I know you got you to put him somewhere and that's where this team, quote unquote, considers his position, I guess. I mean, it's it's just a numbers game. I mean, we can put him at quarterback and say you're keeping four quarterbacks. It doesn't change anything. You're keeping yeah. Taysom Hill on the roster. Right, right. But that means you're cutting Lucas Kroll and Joel Wilson, the UDFA out of Central Michigan. Again, they're probably both going to end up on the practice squad. Like, I have no issue with that. I just don't see a spot for them this year. Tight end's a spot that's going to be interesting come camp, too. If we'll see what happens if there's cuts, you know, with other teams and they release like a veteran this team's interested in just because, man, that that free agent market just is not very attractive. I agree. Okay. Last spot on the offensive side of the ball. It's offensive line. I think you're keeping nine. You might keep 10, but I do think that having the cross-positional flexibility of an Eric McCoy and a Cesar Ruiz helps you trim this number down by at least one. So the, the keeps are obvious, right? So Eric McCoy, Cesar Ruiz, Andres Pete. Trevor Penning and Ryan Ramchek. That's your starting offensive line. And then you're also keeping Nick Saldaveri, who's the fourth round rookie, traded up for James Hurst, Lewis Kidd, and Landon Young. All of these guys had roles last year, obviously, with the exception of Nick Saldaveri, who's the rookie. And I think you're just going to go from there. It's possible some of these guys get beat out, but in this kind of baseline projection, I'm going with the veteran experience over any of the UDFAs. And so that means that you're cutting for, you're cutting Alex Pilstrom, 
Mark Evans, both UDFAs, then Calvin Throckmorton, who has been effectively replaced by Saldaveri, and then Storm Norton, who was a offseason signing. I don't think that they have any qualms about moving on from him, but he's probably just there to be depth. I could see him landing on the practice squad. Yeah, I was going to say right there, it's like you got practice squad possibilities there, and they obviously saw something in Storm Norton to sign him kind of deal. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't expect him to make the the 53-man roster. Now, if Trevor Penning's foot yeah. does not heal the way you'd hoped and he, get, or he has a setback and he's not ready midway through camp, maybe Storm Norton is a guy you throw on there and you keep 10, right? I, you'd hope that's not the case, but I think he's around and he's an option. The other guy who, who he could bump off is Lewis Kitt. And if Storm Norton shows up in camp and just – outplays Lewis Kidd, then sure, move on from him. But right now I'm going with the guy I've seen play. Uh, and he made the roster last year as a UDFA. The coaches like him. So until until Storm shows up and uh, blows the doors off, if you will, uh, I'm going to go with Lewis Kidd. But that's the, that is the end of the offensive side of the equation here. Any, any thoughts? Looking good to me. Um, the, what you said about Penning, too, is so true. You know, unfortunate that he's already had to deal with two surgeries on his foot. And, yeah, we we haven't heard really anything about his development coming back from uh, the latest injury that happened, you know, right in the last game of the year. Uh, but, obviously, the big things are expected from the dude that was a first-round. You you know, you're, so your first-round pick, you can't have another season like last year. Um, I'll, I'll – Obviously, a rookie year to get a little bit acclimated with this team, but just avail- availability wasn't enough. When he did play, we we saw that gradual development for him. So I'm still – I'm not giving up or saying the pick is a bust or anything, but, man, you, you got to stay on the field, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you want to see him be able to stay healthy, right? Like, he's gotten very good reviews. Like, the coaching staff thought he played very well in that Week 18 game that he got hurt in. And that's the that's the only negative is that he messed up his foot in that game, right? But the development throughout the season was positive. And he, he learned different roles, right? He played the jumbo role. He moved around. And so that's a positive thing that he was able to pick that up. Hopefully he can get back, right? Um, but all right, let's wrap that segment up. We're going to come back. We're going to go through the offensive side of the ball. As you've noticed, no UDFAs have made it yet. So foreshadowing, right? No rookies have been cut. So foreshadowing, right? And so we'll we'll go through that next. So stick around on Inside Black and Gold. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.